intersectional feminism, DIY, and of course the music. This week I'm joined by Remember Sports. Carmen, Jack, and Catherine joined to talk about writing their eclectically upbeat emotional songs, writing together as a band, and of course their brand new record, Slow Buzz. I'm a huge fan of Slow Buzz and fortunately we get to talk about so much of it, including some of their titular lyric and more. So, without further ado, let's dig into some Remember Sports. If I collapse out on the sidewalk, do you think I'd fall right through it? They'll lie you awake at night wondering how the heck did you do it? And it's so unfair that you're not there when I tell myself it's over. Tell me why it's so bad to treat today like it's not yesterday. Well, I'm so excited to be talking to everybody here in uh, Remember Sports today. Uh, how are things going? Are you in Philly right now? We are, yeah. Thanks oh. for having us. Absolutely. It's so exciting. I've been following your band for probably about two years now, and it's been so much fun to see you kind of resurge here ever since November and everything. So, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, been fun for us, too. <laughs> I'm sure 2018 seems like it's been a uh, busy year for you so far. Yeah, pretty, not that busy actually so far. <laughs> yeah, we haven't really toured, but yeah, actually since rec we finished recording the album, we haven't been doing that much, um, which is, uh, I guess because we're like working up to touring after the album and stuff, so. Yeah. Yeah. We've been kind of not that busy. <laughs> <laughs> it must be all the excitement around the new songs that I'm picking up on. I'm very yeah. excited. All the new singles have just been whew, so exciting. So I'm sure it'll be a lot of fun for you to be able to release it as well. Yeah. Well, let's kind of dig into it if you'd like. <laughs> um, awesome. So how did you each kind of first get involved in music? And if you don't mind kind of introducing your name to the listeners so they know who's talking the first time. Sure. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm I'm Jack. Uh, play guitar in this band, and um, I started playing music when I was a pretty little kid. Started taking guitar lessons, um, and I also played drums growing up. So playing music a lot as I was growing up and I actually played music with our, our fourth member who's um, the one of us that's not here, Connor. Um, I played music with him um, back in high school, middle school even. So that's, um, yeah, that's, 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 that's what it is. <laughs> um, I'm Carmen. Uh, I took Le music lessons here and there when I was a kid. I played violin from kindergarten to second grade because <laughs> um, my parents made me and then I took piano lessons after that for a while but I really didn't like it and uh, yeah and then I um, sort of picked up guitar when I was in high school. Um, I would just like look up chords on the internet to songs that I liked and learn how to play those and that's sort of I learned how to play the chords. <laughs> um, yeah, my parents bought me a guitar for Christmas one year and yeah, that's how I got into music. <laughs> um, I'm Catherine. Uh, um, I started playing music. Um, my mom is a musician and she was very uh, encouraging of me playing music <laughs> um, I uh, started playing guitar in like sixth grade uh, and I played uh, bass in uh, a cover band that uh, we played smoke on the water at our sixth grade uh, talent show hell yeah that's my first musical <laughs> performance that's so cool. I love that. <laughs> what was like the first musician that got you really excited about learning to play music? Ooh. For me, it was Rilo Kiley. Nice. Always a good choice. I had always been like a pop fan when I was growing up. I really first loved Britney Spears and then I loved Avril Lavigne um, and some other people in between. But Rilo Kiley is the first band that made me want to play music, I think. Um, I really loved Green Day at the time when I started playing uh, guitar and I learned a lot of Green Day songs and would make little covers on my computer and stuff. Such a fun band. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. I don't know. First, uh, Modest Mouse. That's my answer. Uh, they're important to me as I was uh, getting into music, I guess. That's all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it, especially like the early stuff. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it all, but yeah, I think the earlier stuff is the stuff that stuck with me a little more. They definitely are one of those unforgettable shows now that I think about it. I saw them probably about two years ago one summer and I was just like, oh, that, that's a band that leaves an impression for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness. When I was in high school, they came to my hometown and that was very exciting for me. I've also liked them for a long time. Where was that? Your hometown? 
Uh, I'm from New Jersey, Montclair, New Jersey. <laughs> nice. And then everybody went to college together in Ohio, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. the three of us went to college together, and then Connor, our drummer, who's not here, um, did not, but he and Jack grew up together, so that's how we know him. Um, yeah, he's missed all of our interviews so far, just, <laughs> just by uh, things coming up for him. <laughs> <laughs> if this was like a video, well, we're, we record video usually just so we can see each other's faces, but like if my podcast was a video podcast, we could do like a cardboard cutout stand in, like here <laughs> <laughs> <fear> in spirit. <laughs> That's wonderful. Well, um, since I do have the three of you here, can you kind of walk me through the early days of sports? You started off as a band that was playing together in college. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess um, the original band was me, Catherine, and um, our two other friends, Benji and James. Um, and uh, yeah, we just, I'm <laughs> yeah, we just like played around in college at different people's houses and stuff like that and we like made the first album in the uh the school's radio station and just kind of you know did did college stuff <laughs> you recorded that album live too how was that because i know every band kind of approaches that differently yeah that was um well, what happened was, oh, you weren't no, on that. Oh, which the, the very first oh, yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, Catherine was a year older than me and Benji and James, um, and she went abroad like, um, at one point, and we uh, were going to do, like, a live radio show. <clears throat> we did do a live radio show, just the three of us. Um, and it just like was a disaster and it sounded so bad like I didn't realize my guitar was like off for the first half of it and like the mix was just very bad and like nothing sounded good and we intended to use that recording as our first demos and we were like that's not gonna <laughs> happen so after the show we just like did it all really quickly over again <laughs> um, and then I, I did the vocals separately I think after that so or maybe I didn't even, I don't even I think remember. You didn't, I don't think it was separate. Yeah, I don't think it was separate, actually. So that's a very special little shift into it in a really long time. Um, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, and, I, uh, I still like that recording because of the rawness to it, honestly. It yeah. felt, <laughs> made you feel like you were in that room for a moment for somebody like me who's like all the way in Florida and doesn't get to experience your like live set. So yeah. that one's still fun to go back and listen to for me. Thanks. Well, I'm glad. Yeah, that was sort of our, a lot of our earlier recordings, most of them, we just had the intention of, like, having sort of, like, a record of what we sounded like live, because, um, I mean, we didn't really intend to, like, be a long-term band when we started playing out, so for us, it was just about, like, playing shows and having fun doing that, so, yeah, it's nice to, nice to have those gems. <laughs> probably won't do it like that again <laughs> fair enough um what were your shows like in that kind of space being able to play in college it seems like you had great opportunities to be able to be playing music too while in school we did yeah um the shows were were fun I mean they were just like you know like house parties kind of 
um, and like people would watch us, but it was usually not the point of the of the of why everybody was there. Like yeah. people just like they were a lot closer to just parties. Yeah, <laughs> like there's a band playing at the party rather than it yeah. being any sort of formal show atmosphere. Yeah, gotcha. Great. Um, yeah, yeah, that does take a lot of oh, pressure. Yeah, it's a nice way to sort of take a lot of the pressure off, which was definitely helpful. I had never played in a band before college, um, so I think that was a good thing for me, at least. Those were the sort of... Uh, performances I guess where the stakes were very low which was a nice way to get our uh, get accustomed to being a band and playing in front of people because it was just hey <laughs> it was just friends and uh if it sounded weird or bad it honestly didn't really matter yeah um, it was just fun <laughs> which you did a lot yeah that's fine it was just kind of a way of getting more comfortable being a band yeah it's a good way to do it yeah, like the other kinds of shows we played in college was also good experience because we um, we had a student organization, like a lot of schools do, that brought bands to play um, every so often. And we were part of booking that and Jack was in charge of it for one year. Um, and so we got to open for a lot of bands that would come through, which was a really good way to meet people and play for new people and I think that's sort of what helped us start playing outside of our college and going to new places and stuff. I like that you got to kind of make your own DIY space in that sense like special to your college experience and stuff that sounds like a very unique experience that you get to have. Yeah it was cool. What was maybe one of your favorite bands that you got to play with during that time period that was like touring or coming through? good ones yeah <laughs> um we've, yeah you could <laughs> i mean playing with squared and wax tattoo is probably the coolest <sighs> oh you just made my heart swell thinking about that oh yeah two of my two favorites absolutely damn that yeah. must have been a fun show to be able to play it yeah. really was p.s elliot is like the other band that made me want to start playing music oh um, yeah so that was very very special for me um, yeah, and then we recorded our second album, All of Something, with Kyle from Swearin, um, and we live down the street from him now, uh, so yeah, that was a, I mean, that sort of opened a lot of doors for us, too. Wow, that's really cool. Um, you know, you've put out a decent amount of music over just, you know, it seems like a couple of years, a little bit longer than that, but how do you feel you've grown musically since your first releases from that live recording of the self-titled, Sun Chokes, all of something, all of that leading up into Slow Buzz. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're a lot, a lot, a lot better at playing together, like specifically together, like not just like thinking about your part as like, oh, like is this, can everybody hear what I'm doing? but like, does this fit with like what Connor is doing? Like, just like we are, I think we're a lot more mature musically and like play together. Not like people who just want to be loud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that, I mean, it's helped 
definitely us living in the same place for the first time since college because um, we play together a lot more now. It used to just be like we would practice uh, like once before a show um, and we would only play shows like if all our schedules lined up and it could work out. Um, but yeah, now we try to practice a lot more um, even when we don't have shows coming up, which I guess normal people do, but we never <laughs> um, had the opportunity to. So that's helped us be more cohesive, definitely. Yeah, well, I'm sure being in the same space, that often definitely helps. And I'm sure it helps a lot with your connection as a band too. Do you feel like you've bonded more since um, coming together, living together like this? Yeah, in a sense, I would say. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, we were all in school together, so it's not that different, I guess, of a, um, I, I don't know, we're still around each other around about the same amount. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of nice. Um, I mean, it is sort of like being, or not really being in school again, but like we live really close to each other all still. Um, we're just like walking distance away from each other's houses and that feels like college in a good way. Um, and yeah, I think just like being settled, like even when me, Jack and Catherine moved here, um, we still didn't have a permanent drummer who lived here also. And Connor joined us um, about a year ago um, for a tour we did starting in the end of May to yeah, June. Right. Yeah. Um, so I think even just like having Connor as like a permanent member now is like, made us all chill out like okay this is the band now like it's definitely been easier like having that <laughs> you probably feel a little bit more grounded and solid now that you have kind of your like your solid lineup yeah yeah it feels good <laughs> i'll bet um what was it like kind of making the move to philly and how did you choose that city um uh <laughs> i like i i graduated first and I like spent a year in New York uh like not really making any money or playing music at all and like just like knowing that I didn't want to live in New York and uh I like had come to Philly a bunch of times and always really liked it and knew there was like a cool music scene and it was cheap and I just I wanted to move here and I asked Carmen if she wanted to and she said yes <laughs> we moved when she graduated yeah and I wanted to live here for a long time I think just like a lot of people making my favorite music at the time were living here and I knew that and I knew that it was a place where you had time to make music and it's cheaper than New York so you can still like be a person um and uh, yeah, it's like close to home. So it felt like the right thing to do. And I think Catherine was the first person that I knew of who also wanted to move to Philly. So as soon as she told me that, I was like, okay, cool, me too. <laughs> Great. Probably makes it easier when you know somebody is there that you like, like to spend time with that you care about and stuff. So it's like, okay, cool. We can do this kind of together in that sense. Yeah, we, we moved with um, a group of, some of friends from college too yeah, so yeah that was nice we all lived in one big house um 
which is also like college. <laughs> so that sounds kind of awesome though. I know that for me, it's like, I'd get nervous about moving to a new city where I didn't know anybody, but when you're going with a group of people or people that you know, that's got to make it a lot easier because you can kind of still lean on each other. I'm sure transitioning into that new life. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely nice to have. Um, and now I feel comfortable with the amount of friends I have that didn't, I didn't go to college with. Because mm -hmm. um, <laughs> it's nice to have those friends too. Um, yeah. So I feel like I definitely have a better balance than when I first moved here. And that's nice too. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, Philly seems like such a great place to be a young person and a young artist. Um, have you learned anything through being in that new scene to you or new to you scene, I should say? Hmm. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, there wasn't like a huge music scene at Kenyon and uh, like basically everyone that we hang out with in Philly is a musician um, and yeah I like totally feel inspired by my friends and like yeah I've definitely learned a lot from people I've met here. Agreed. <laughs> Well, to kind of switch gears, I'd love to talk to you a little bit more about leading into slow buzz and stuff. Um, you know, one of the things that came as almost a prelude to it was your band name change to Remember Sports. I love that you put the Remember in front as almost like you're at one point, of course, going to kind of slow down on being a band since it was supposed to be a college thing. And you kind of, was this like a in the moment memorializing kind of thing with the Remember? In a sense, yes. I think we all like that there are a couple different uh, readings yeah. of it because <laughs> punctuation or anything. So I don't know. It's just sort of a fun thing for us. We're glad most people like it um, yeah. because we think we still think it's funny and, and a good band name. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Um, like given that we already had sports and had that to work with, I'm happy with choice of remember sports <laughs> yeah it feels right I love it because then I can kind of accentuate that whenever I'm having a conversation about your band because I do talk about your band often I'm like yeah this is, like I'll be talking to a friend like you've heard remember sports right and they're like wait which sports I'm like no remember sports <laughs> and yeah. it's it's definitely fun for me to have that conversation and it starts to stick I feel like it's it's perfect in that sense yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm I'm super stoked to talk about your band even more to other people because I'm just like, this is a band you need to be listening to. All the songs leading up to this record are amazing. Yeah. Um, Thank you so much. Absolutely. I'm I gosh, this is one of the records I'm probably the most excited about this year. Um, but, yes. <laughs> definitely. Um, can you talk a little bit about kind of like writing slow buzz and starting to put that record together? Yeah. So I guess we started writing it like um, right before, yeah, right before All of Something came out, which was a pretty long time ago um, at this point. Um, and it was when we were still in that period of like promoting that album um, at, while at the same time not living together and not really having like a concrete idea of where we were going with all of this. Um, so yeah, I mean, I've always just sort of wrote songs. Um, I've never really like been, okay, I'm gonna sit down to write an album now. Like I sort of just 
write songs when I write them, and then when I have enough for an album, we record them usually. <laughs> um, so that's sort of how it's worked in the past. Um, but this was the first time that um, I, I feel like we worked more collaboratively um, with the songs uh, instead of me just bringing a song to everyone finished. Um, uh, Jack would produce some stuff and like mess with the structure or something, or Catherine would write um, some chords and some guitar parts and send it to me and I would write lyrics and melodies on top of it. Um, so there's more of that on this record. Um, and yeah, I felt like that was sort of moving closer towards becoming like a real band that like rides together and stuff. <laughs> um, so that's felt like a good growth point. Yeah, there's more thought put into how all the, the pieces fit together, I guess. Um, Whereas, yeah, as Carmen said, the past stuff, um, like once we had enough for an album, that was that was it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and there was some more reworking this time, and um, you know, discussions of, of little intricacies and stuff. <laughs> no, I. I love that though, because do you think that that kind of helped um, bring your band closer when you were kind of thinking the songs a little bit more thoughtfully through and starting to put together the parts individually, but also to where it actually, you were more considerate of each other's part and how it played into the whole song? Yeah, for yeah, sure. Absolutely. I think that, um, I mean, just something that I have suspected is that before the songs we were playing felt like they were Carmen songs that we were all playing and um, now I sort of think that it, I'm getting the vibe that everyone feels like they're everyone's songs which I really enjoy. That is that true? Would you say that's true? <laughs> that's cool. I like the idea of like everybody having a closeness to this music and with this record. Um, so what was maybe your favorite song to write on this record or which was maybe your favorite one to kind of record or put together? Hmm. I think one that stands out for both the writing and the recording of it is Pull Through, which is already a single. Mm -hmm. um, just because that one came together very differently from any of our, it's the newest song um, on the album. And, uh, it came together very differently than any other song before it in that we wrote it and did the initial recording kind of all in one um, day. Um, Carmen had sort of a vague structure and then we just worked it out as a group in pairs actually. Um, and by the end of that day kind of ended up with a recording. Um, it was a new exciting way to work on a song. So, so that was like your in-studio song? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, uh, I think it bodes well for future collaboration and, and songwriting. Um, so I think that's a favorite of all four of us. Um, yeah. Damn. That's pretty cool that you were able to pull together that whole song in like one day and like within that space to be able to feel like you could work together creatively to put something else on that record. That's so cool. And I love the sound of it. It feels very different from uh the other songs that you've written as well 
Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah, that felt good. It felt like with every new song we have, you're moving closer to writing that way. And it feels like fitting that that was the last song we wrote for the album. Hopefully we'll do more of that in the future. Yeah, definitely. I love it whenever you get to have that creativity to explore the different sounds that you have, because um, one of the things that I definitely like about your band is you kind of take on these like really heavy subject matters lyrically, but in the most like playful, musically sounding way. So I always like it. I like it because it's like the happy when I'm sad kind of th feeling is one of my favorite things about your music is like, you know, I can process these heavy subject matters, but it's not going to like emotionally cripple me the way that like emo music will do sometimes. So I'm like, uh, it's okay. I can process this without aching entirely. <laughs> we all like, you know, strong melodies and poppy music. I think that like as heavy as things might get uh, lyrically or uh, thematically it's it's always important to keep it for us i think it's important to keep it like palatable <laughs> Abs absolutely yeah because like i think about uh like up from below i love it it's such like a peppy response to heartbreak like that's some heavy stuff that's explored in that song but it's like i'm bouncing the entire time and <laughs> it means a lot to me in that sense though because i'm like okay this this is fine we're fine kind of feeling but <laughs> I know, I feel like that's what you're trying to convey in it as well, but um, I guess it's, I realize this is probably a hard question for you to answer, but how is it that you can kind of write these, like, these really heavy subjects with such, like, energetic music? Like, how do you fuse that together? Um, that's a good question. I, I feel like that's just sort of the music that I, like, grew up on and was influenced by, like, I don't know, like, especially before we started sports, like, I was listening to a lot of pop punk, um, and I think, like, I don't know, like, Swear It and Waxahachie and that sort of stuff, and, um, I think they're really good at doing that, um, and I've, I've always loved pop music, so that's just sort of been my favorite thing to write, um, and then also I just think that I'm an emotional person, and, <laughs> It's just like easier to write about sad stuff than it is about happy stuff. <laughs> um, True. But I don't know, like I started writing songs in the first place because um, I had like feelings that I didn't really know how else to deal with. Um, so that's always been a pretty important aspect of it for me. Um, and I just think that like, I don't know, like a sad song that like, is also catchy is like sometimes way more heartbreaking than just like a minor chord minor key song that is like really mopey and um i don't know you can't really get behind some of that stuff a lot of the time so <laughs> yeah for me it's like an aftershock it's like oh i'll be enjoying it for the moment but then it hits you later and it's like oh wow this is really deep i need to go back and listen to that again and it forces you to kind of like chew on it more yeah. um i know for me it's like the first cut is always like for me lyrically but then after that i'll hear something in like somebody else's instrument part and like oh wow that pacing of the drum or something is like keeping up with that sort of emotion if you will like yeah i think my favorite kind of music is like layered like that like the first thing you hear is like the melody or the beat and like you like that and then the more times you listen you like pick out a line that is like I don't know like you connect with and then mm -hmm. 
you'd like give the whole song a closer listen and it like stays with you emotionally and that's hopefully I don't know I guess that's what I sort of subconsciously try to do in our music and yeah <laughs> well you're accomplishing it because this every every song that I've heard so far on this record and even previous to it and stuff that stuff sticks <laughs> it's it's amazing so thank you for all that you're doing with your music and everything and then um yeah like right before our interview you released the one bad man which was really incredible by the way I feel like it brings together like a little bit of everything in that sense like I feel like the music definitely exposes a lot of emotion um not just the lyrics and stuff. Can you kind of walk through how you are able to accomplish that with instruments? I'm always fascinated by that. Yeah. Um, Catherine actually wrote the music for that one. Ooh. That was one of the songs that uh, she sent to me. It was like a pretty fully formed song with just no words on it um, and no melody. Um, that one was gripping, Catherine. <laughs> it was really good. Thanks. <laughs> Uh, I don't really know how to write like that, so that's interesting to me. <laughs> uh, I just like playing guitar and like the chord progressions, and it just sounded like a sports song to me. <laughs> um, yeah. I think when there's like, when the, the kind of like synergy happens in our songs between the lyrics and the instruments and the music, it's, um, you, you know, it's something we encourage and we think it enhances the songs, but it's more just a product of our, um, just like knowing how to interact with each other as a band. So it's not, um, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, I guess it, it, it's like, uh, it just, that's like a byproduct of, us just playing together and knowing how to play together is that that instrumentals end up sounding supportive, um, I, I would hope. Yeah, and I think also having more time to work on both writing this album and recording it, um, I think it allowed us to sort of build the, <laughs> the music around um, the lyrics and the melodies a little bit more than we have in the past. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, th I think it allowed us to sort of like I like I could be influenced by the music and writing the lyrics and then like we could all be influenced by the lyrics and the melody and like building the rest of the song around it. So that felt good on this album. Yeah, well, I can feel the connection between everybody in this band, how everybody's really focused in on come together because the, the byproduct so far from what I've heard amazing so please keep that up with any release you're doing because you're you're doing awesome seriously <laughs> that's really nice to yeah. hear. <laughs> absolutely so how did you settle on the album name of slow buzz um well for the last album we took a line from one of the songs i sort of like doing that um instead of doing like a song title as the album we've all talked about liking that particular thing yeah uh, it's sort of a pattern on other albums uh, okay adopted yeah. <laughs> um taking a lyric but not a song title of a song how it's sort of a scavenger hunt <laughs> album title yeah because i always like it in music or 
books or movies or anything when you like get to the part where like they talk about the title and that always feels really exciting. Um, I love it. Yeah, but Slow Buzz in particular is from the first song on the album. I don't know if you've heard the whole album yet, but um, uh, so it comes pretty early on. Um, and whereas the one in All of Something was from the last song, so sort of the opposite of that. And I sort of like thinking of it as like a thesis for the album, um, whereas the last time it was kind of a conclusion. This is all stuff I've thought about after we picked um, the title. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it works. Yeah, I like that you described it as like a scavenger hunt because for me as a listener and somebody who consumes a lot of music, I like to sit there and pick apart every aspect of a record and not in like a, of course, negative way, but I'm like, oh, wait, this is something that sticks out to me in this song and this is what sticks out to me in the record in this way and all that. So it's going to be fun for me to find slow buzz for sure. <laughs> and like, it's also it's it's like one of the first lines yeah, it's even better <laughs> you made it easy then <laughs> spoiler alert <laughs> but yeah i i sort of think that that sort of gives you an opportunity to i don't know if if in doing a close listen um as as you see fit um <laughs> to sort of think about like how the rest of the album applies to that title um and i like doing that when i listen to albums so that's i think <laughs> i love that um so slow buzz is really exciting it's coming out in may and such um what do you think that this record kind of speaks to for your perhaps your next chapter as a band i guess yeah please. hopefully that we are definitively a band now um that's my biggest hope. <laughs> yeah. That seems like a good one. <laughs> seems like a good one, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just feels good to finally, like, um, feel, I, I feel content in, like, where things are at right now um, and, like, where we're headed. And it all feels like we've sort of gotten our ducks in a row for the first time in a long time. Um, and so now it's like, I think gonna be easier to focus on just like making more music. Yeah. That's awesome. And you partnered with a really great label, Father Daughter Records. How's that experience been like for you? Oh, just great. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we love Jesse. We, we, we can't say enough nice things about Jesse. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just been really great working with them. Uh, since I mean, the last yeah. album, Jesse is, ba is basically the reason that we're still a band. Yeah, oh, that's wonderful. Um, I don't know that if the All of Something hadn't, you know, got some attention and reached more people than it would have otherwise uh, by being released to Father Daughter. I don't know that we would have like stuck with it. Um, it was was sort of up in the air at that point, yeah. and. Uh, Jesse was excited to release it and did reach some people and that was sort of all the encouragement we needed. Um, yeah. And since then Jesse has just been like so helpful, so on top of things. Yeah, Jesse literally changed our lives. Like, <laughs> yeah, like Jack said, like I don't think we would be doing this if it weren't for them, um, which is sort of crazy to think about. 
uh, now that it's been like almost three years since we first started talking to them. Um, yeah, like I just have no idea what my life would look like now <laughs> um, if we hadn't worked with father daughter. So. Well, yeah, <laughs> I'm so glad to hear that. Um, yeah, I mean, that's says so much, I feel like, for father-daughter to have that kind of positive influence on the band, to be a motivating point and stuff. So I've always admired that particular label and stuff. So that's just more reasons to love Jesse and father-daughter for sure. Yeah, they really, really deeply care about their artists and like helping them do what's best for them, even if it's not necessarily the best thing for father-daughter mm -hmm. at the label. Um, really genuinely good person and it, they've been so refreshing to work with um, and to have as like a touchstone for like dealing with other people in music who just like aren't nearly as good. <laughs> <laughs> True. Well, let them be an example truly because yes. we need more people. We need more people like that for sure. Um, yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, I want to ask you too, because unfortunately for me, I have not seen a Remember Sports show live. So can you tell me what a live show is like for you? And maybe what are your favorite songs to play out live? Oh, that's a good question. Hmm. Um, I like to think that we're okay live. <laughs> um, probably the biggest thing is that we suck at banter. <laughs> we at least oftentimes feel that way regardless of whether yeah. or not anyone else actually cares yeah <laughs> yeah i think maybe we just beat ourselves up about it a lot but someone did once call me painfully awkward in a review of our show so that hurt a little bit oh um, that's not cool <laughs> so, uh, yeah. um yeah i don't know but uh i I really enjoy playing live, um, and I think everyone else does too, or we wouldn't be doing this. It's just like the in-between parts <laughs> that I don't know what to do or say. Um, I really like playing Calling Out. Um, that's one of my favorites to play, uh, just because I play really fast in that one, and that's fun. And I like basically any song where I, um, like scream a lot <laughs> and unwell is one of those that's mm -hmm. the last song on this new album that we've been playing um but also like pull through um and another song on the album called no going back which took us forever to arrange and we only just started playing it live too um, that one has been really satisfying to start playing live and to start feeling good about playing live because it like, took us so long to get there. <laughs> Whereas a song like Calling Out was just sort of like self-explanatory in the arrangement and stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so that was me. <laughs> Otherwise a lot with the first song on the album. Um, it's a... Uh, a fun song to play. I don't want to, it's the first song, so <laughs> that's no spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's it. <laughs> uh, I like playing Bad Man. Because mm. uh, there's a part, and kind of the end, where it's like mostly just me and Connor playing. Mm. So you like really lock in. <laughs> it's really cool. <laughs> 
That's so awesome. I love that. Well, I like to throw a really fun question at bands, um, usually a hard question, but um, if you could play with any three... Excuse me, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to leave that in. I normally edit her out, but I'm going to have to leave that in. <laughs> hey, hey, that's enough. <laughs> she just stares at me too. Hang on. <laughs> That's enough for now. She doesn't know what a podcast is. <laughs> she doesn't want me to podcast right now. That's what that is. Um, she wants me to play. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so here's the kind of hard question I like to throw out to people. Um, if you could play with any three bands, artists, musicians, you can bring them back from the dead or they can be currently active. Who would it be? You can each pick three, by the way. I'm not going to make you all speak collectively. <laughs> Ariana Grande. Ooh. You have two more. Um, you go first, someone. <laughs> I'm not going to We could do. We could do three. Like, I feel like we could agree on three. You think? I agree on Ariana Grande. That, sounds, that's, that would be a good fit. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um... I feel like it's more fun. I feel like we have a living person. It's more fun to bring people back from the dead. Yeah. So yeah. I think Ariana Grande is a good vital front person. <laughs> we can have some dead people okay. in the band now. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I was thinking like, oh yeah, okay. She is very talented. Yeah. She's good. Yeah. Are we are, are we just thinking of just like three talented people, or do we have to actually? Oh, is this a band? Are we building a band? Yeah, you can build a band. You can build your own like three person show or three band show, whatever. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That's yeah. Because like we're building a, a band. I feel like Ariana Grande, Amy Winehouse is. <laughs> that could be a powerhouse. That could be a thing. Maybe. Okay, but if we're talking a tour, like we could tour with Ariana Grande. I don't know that I would want to tour with Amy Winehouse because she had a lot of issues. Like, may yeah. she rest in peace. Yeah. Bless her heart. Um, I think realistically, is a, like a communist. So like, really? Well, yeah. She, she licked the donut gate. Oh yeah, I thought you were referring to somebody else. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I um, think that would be a good fit. Yeah, no, we're all definitely on board with her. So that's no question there. Um, whether she, whether we're just like, whether she's in the band or she's playing separately from it, either way, it'd be great if she's in the band. Maybe we can work that out. This yeah. is like our digital plea to Ariana yeah. Grande to join Remember Sports. Listening, yeah. <laughs> uh, we would love to play a show with you. <laughs> There's some good dead. Some good deadies. Some good deadies. <laughs> Deados. Um. Ah, Prince, he's dead. Yeah, Prince. Prince and Alexander. <laughs> yeah. Are you just thinking oh, of dead people that you could bring back? <laughs> I guess, oh, yeah. I Sorry, we're just really going off the rails. <laughs> you know, question. Wait, we're getting... but not dead, Cher. Cher, I think, would be really great to tour with. Yeah, I'm sure we would be treated nicely. Yeah. <laughs> Cher seems like a pretty yeah, nice person. That could be fun. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's fine. I was just throwing it out there. I just feel like we have Ariana Grande, and I want to pick some subtle behind-the-scenes players now. <laughs> like, who's, like, a really good dead Tour drummer? Tour manager. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, uh, manager, just general manager. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, who are some dead managers that we know of? 
<laughs> We're ruining your question. <laughs> <laughs> you have probably the most fun answer to my question, though. Yeah. Uh, we just really don't want to screw it up, you know? There's nothing worse yeah. than screwing up the fun. There's no wrong answer here is the best part. <laughs> um, George Harrison. George Harrison. <laughs> I feel like George Harrison and Ariana Grande is really good yeah. as, yeah. A, as a pairing. Okay, I feel good yeah, about that pairing. Yeah. And let's just have one more, so let's make it a band. So let's have the like, drummer. Yeah. So we're back to it being a band. I want it to be a band. Yeah, I want it to be a band. <laughs> <laughs> so George Harrison and Ariana Grande. It doesn't have to be a drummer. It doesn't have to be Are a drummer. In I, this just... band? I feel like we're not in this band. <laughs> like we're just making. I feel like both of those band. could be added. I feel like it would be harder to have like two bass. I feel like we could have a third guitar and another vocal. So let's I just them. think that if so Ariana Grande keys. was singing in our band, <laughs> I would not be singing. Mozart. Well, then you could play guitar. Okay. <laughs> um, Mozart on keys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no. That seems good. I don't, I don't no. know. Beethoven. Okay. Wait, no. Um, Mozart or Beethoven? No, no, no. no. Uh, da, 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 Krieg. Greg. Krieg. Ed oh, Varney. from the duck song? No, no. Call of the Mountain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like... It's not Tchaikovsky, I don't think. I think it's Ed, Edward Krieg. Do you know who that is? Edgar Krieg or something like that. <laughs> is, it, is it the person who composed that? Yeah, hold on a second. <laughs> I don't recognize the name, but I obviously know the tune. <laughs> That's going to be our answer. Um, okay. What are you even Googling? Call of the Mountain King. <laughs> <laughs> Call of the Mountain King. Um, Edvard Grieg. Oh, okay. I was going to laugh if that was actually, you said um, the name of the wrong person. Right. <laughs> like, um, that was not actually the person who wrote that song. <laughs> Yeah. I, you know. Okay, so our him. band is Ariana Grande, George Harrison, and Edward. Uh, <laughs> to answer your question. <laughs> well, I love this. See, I, I I normally tell people I hope these things happen for you, but I don't know. This is the most unusual. Two of them are. I think I don't know. Never say never. That's what I say. I mean, for all I know, Ariana might be listening. I'm. I would be shocked, but it would be amazing. I mean, I didn't think my podcast was that yeah, big. Kind of, <laughs> you know, you gotta, you gotta aim for. You gotta shoot for the stars. You gotta shoot for the stars. For sure. If you miss, land where among you the land? stars. stars is where you land on the moon. On more stars. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot for the stars if you miss you land on them. Yeah. <laughs> I love that mentality though. Is <laughs> so it actually yeah. makes a lot Isn't more it sense. Isn't it shoot for the moon if you miss you land on the stars? Yeah. 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 No, the actual the stars yeah. are farther away no, than no, the moon. No, no, the, the it's shoot for the it's shoot, it's shoot for, for the, the moon. moon. If you miss, you'll, you'll land, land among the stars. That's, that's not the true. That's There's, not true. The closest star is way further away than the moon. Isn't that the sun? Yeah. That's like way overshooting. Like yeah. you're really missing. Yeah. So shoot for the that's stars. Just the wrong then you'll thing land to on say. the moon or even another planet. Yeah. Seems a little bit more realistic. <laughs> yeah. so. Shoot for the moon. I miss, think also there's the something to be said for Saturday. shooting, shooting to go so far away that you're back in time. And that's what that's what we've done here. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I really appreciate that we brought in like 
freaking physics and space into yeah. this interview. The, this brings me a lot of joy. <laughs> Once we do that, it'll rescue, rescue uh, Edvard Grieg. Yeah. And that's all we have to say about that. <laughs> oh, I guess. Well, speaking of shooting for moons and stars and stuff, um, what goals do you have for maybe the next year for Remember Sports? What would you like to be able to do? Um, I think we just explained it. <laughs> <laughs> Go to space? <laughs> yeah. um, no, I don't people want. want. <laughs> in space. Shoot them to the moon. Shoot them to the moon. In all seriousness, yeah. <laughs> we didn't get to tour so much um, on the last album, so we really want to tour a lot this time around and do it right. So I would say just having like a classic record release experience is my goal <laughs> this time. <laughs> yeah. That'd be awesome. Um, I know for sure, speaking of tour, has my fingers crossed that you'll make it down here at some point or I'll find a way to get to a city slightly closer. Yeah, wait, what, <laughs> yeah, what city? I'm in Tampa, so like I'm within driving distance. Yeah, we played there two summers ago. Ah. Uh -huh. uh, uh, well. in, in Ybor City. Oh yeah, oh, right. Ybor City. We saw Finding Dory before the show. Oh my gosh, that's wild. Wow. Well, please come back. <laughs> I think we'll definitely be back in Florida. I don't know where, but at some point. Yeah. How close are you to Disney World? An hour and a half. Okay. Close enough. It's close enough. Pretty good. <laughs> I get I, I, Disney World. <laughs> they do that. They'll book shows sometimes. I mean, they're usually like really weird food and wine festivals and stuff, but you never know. That's great. Yeah. I was never lucky enough to be part of like the children's choir that they pick to to compete there or whatever children's choirs do. I feel like they do that. Yeah, everyone's like orchestra was always part of Disney World. Yeah. What's up with that? I missed that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about that. Y'all are better than any of those children's choirs anyway, so. Wow. I have no idea what that means. Thank you so much. <laughs> I don't think that's true, though. No, that's not true, but thanks for saying yeah. that. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, where could everybody keep up with Remember Sports on the internet? Uh, okay. Well, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Remember Sports Band. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can find us on Facebook by searching Remember Sports, and we're most likely the second page that comes up. <laughs> the um, second page. There's one about like sports. Oh. Um, and, uh, <laughs> You can find us at our Bandcamp, www.rememberSports.bandcamp.com, and that's pretty much everything. I think those are all the platforms. Those are the platforms, yeah. You could email us. You could email us. Um, uh, help, uh, remember sports at yeah. gmail.com. That's wrong. Remember sports band yeah. at gmail.com. Sorry. <laughs> um, that, yeah, that should do it. That should do it, yeah. <laughs> Um, you could Google on. us, Remember Sports Band, uh, type it into google.com. Uh, we're on YouTube. Uh, I don't know how to get in touch with us. Through I think we lost access to our personal YouTube account that we have some stuff up on. So that's just up there, but uh, we have some other stuff on the Father Donner YouTube. Um, you can find us there. 
Somebody, <laughs> somebody tried to link in with us. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. We're, we're not on LinkedIn we yet. LinkedIn. Yeah. <laughs> Any sports that you see on LinkedIn is fake. It's, fake. it's false. Um, falsified. Don't friend Unless, them. Don't link up with them. Don't not yet. Wait till the professional account is made. Yeah. <laughs> For your professional needs. Yeah. We get sponsored. Yeah. <laughs> sponsored by LinkedIn. That's going to be the next thing I see. <laughs> That's not a bad one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, everybody's going to have to make sure they follow, buy, stream, do all that good stuff. Um, thank you so much for being on. It was a blast. Thank yeah, you for, having, for having, us. having us. It was a real pleasure. Yeah. to Catherine, Carmen, and Jack for chatting with me about so much and with such enthusiasm. I really hope Ariana Grande has heard you by now and has reached out about that collab, or even just said hi. Make sure to check out Slow Buzz, now available across all music platforms through Father Daughter Records. Slow Buzz is such a strong and emotionally indicative record, and the kind that just reminds me of being embraced by friends during any of life's struggles. 
Make sure to listen and get out to their tour dates across the Northeast and Midwest this summer. That's it for this week, but you can always keep up with me online. Follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for regular updates. Subscribe and follow on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Play Music, Pocket Cast, Overcast, and more. Want to tell me what you think of the podcast? Leave a review on any of the apps, and I'd love to hear from you. I'm always booking guest spots, so hit me up at angrygirlmusic at gmail.com. Whether you write and play music, run a blog, take photos, do publicity, or book shows, this can be a space for you. Send me a link to your work, and let's chat. Till next time, stay angry and listen to slow buzz. I found your sign in the sky last night. I was on this in the back of the night. All of the things you compartmentalize, you're not mad at me. Just can't look in my eyes. You can only three times before saying I tried. It's your birthday and I still can't get it right. I know everything's gonna be alright.